Well, well, well. Hello again, my friends. E.K. The Writing Elk here. Kicking off a brand new book called Poetic Justice, Cold. A collection of short stories and the poems of the times. Poetic Justice, Cold. A collection of short stories and the poems of the times by E. Lloyd Kelly. Now, please... Consider purchasing a copy of the book to show your support for this podcast and for the creative process. I thank you. Get your copy of the book Poetic Justice Cold, a collection of short stories and poems of the times, now available on Amazon Kindle. Or go to my Amazon author's page. You may find the link in the description below. If you like the podcast, please share it. I thank you. Now, here is Lee Cheat, Tug Life. Well, well, well. Hello again, my friends. E.K. The Writing Elk here. Kicking off a brand new book called Poetic Justice, Cold. A collection of short stories and the poems of the times. Poetic Justice Code. A collection of short stories and the poems of the times by E. Lloyd Kelly. Now, please, consider purchasing a copy of the book to show your support for this podcast. And for the creative process, I thank you. Get your copy of the book Poetic Justice Code. A collection of short stories and poems of the times, now available on Amazon Kindle. Or go to my Amazon author's page. You may find the link in the description below. If you like the podcast, please share it. I thank you. Now, here is Lee Cheat, Tug Life. It's getting dark down here by the river. Shannon is alone in the riverbed. As far as she can tell. But suddenly she gets this strange feeling of eyes watching her. From somebody's half hiding head behind the fur. Hurry up girl and get out of this freaking gully. Said Shannon and me. Upon the pulling up of the pum pum shorts. Left handed and pulling the pulley fast. She bent down and took hold of both sneakers with the said left hand. After tossing the button front shirt top across her shoulder with the right one. Somehow she didn't feel the need to wear the top and the sand felt soothing under her feet and squeezing up through her toes. This decides which way the shoes should go. Smooth and soothing is the way of the light to show. Leaving the bulk of the darkness behind her with the river down there and whoever else might be there sneaking a steer. She can slow it down on the cruise into the arbor now. She's in more familiar territory somehow. She's home, well, just about, outside of her house to be exact. Shannon placed the shirt down on the curb and sat on it, still wearing the bra as the only thing up above the wasted pit. The November evening this far away from the river still allows some heat. Here it comes. The car rounded the corner and the approach. She knew right away who it was. Yes, it's him. 
no one can mistake and separate that car anywhere from him. Well, not around these parts, but... Savia is in the hot seat again. It's Sunday evening and she's out joyriding with her friends. Her other friends? No. Oh no. Not her so-called best friend, Shannon. She is beginning to outgrow that sort of companion, that friendship, and ship off again to a friendly end now, so it would seem. She is beginning to find much more pleasure in the company of men, I mean. Particularly that Damien fellow is clean and very mean. But now, that long-time friend of hers, of Shannon, Savia, and Damien is a pad of peas now, and a devil of a man is he. That's a sure thing for one to see, but Shannon, they are doing the drive-by sing-along again tonight. Just a promenade in spin along the scenic route of the posh neighborhood where the rich and the famous folks around these parts live, and the waterfront near the bridge. Port, of course, much more than on the chores, courting the Waterloo where they go to do do when not doing the play and sporting the few fee for you. We are robbing this one tonight. Damien was to have announced this and said it to his friend's fright. No, not me. And they laugh. But when at last they were able to recompose the body parts and get to fully digest the weightiness of the impact, that was when they had noticed that Damien wasn't laughing. He wasn't joking as they had supposed and thought spin. He was as serious as serious could have ever been. The mischievous glitter in his dark brown eyes splitter gave little away as to just how serious he really was that day, mister. Well, it was just about when the darkness fully set in to go play. After the evening had sulked, tumbled, and fallen off of the Edgewatery Bay. But those eyes, Shannon's whispering surprise was felt dripping down to fall on her inner thighs. Aren't they the most beautiful eyes you have ever seen? Looking up a minute or two later, that was when somebody was to have heard it said to her again, improper, about him and his behavior. And she, she had laughed, laughing giggles at how much truth was wrapped up within such disheveled talks, of course. But then again, how many eyes have you looked into save? Eyes that were to be found at the time upping the shades and upstaging a teenage girl's lustful brainwave anyways? None. Or maybe? Maybe what? Never mind that. Quietness in the car seat out back, outside Saviour's gate where it was parked. She's looking again tonight, but squarely at him and at his braided brain, tight, too tight as a matter of fact for a man like that. Maybe we could do something about that, but that's not too bright though, as events and time alone will come to show, except when Yes, friends, 
Here again, we omit some materials from the podcast. This is a good place to remind you to pick up a copy of the book because in so doing, you won't miss a thing. You can read the whole script right there. Now, we are continuing. Murder, she wrote. Savia was standing at the entering in of the street when she called out, Red Stripe. That was when they looked up and saw them on the run, running from the scene that night. That would have been after seeing the police party approaching. Savia's stage show was designed so that the men could make the getaway and go hide their guns, bloody clothes, stain, and everything again. She was the one who was placed there to slow the police patrol down by walking out in the street in her legging and skimpy pom-pom shorts under her miniskirt, clothes of sorts, to slow them down, showing off her buffs, knowing full well that the police will stop and want to chat, trying to get a taste of that pretty PPP soup with the meat while giving the armed men enough time to get away, sweet. That was when they ran down the back alley and across the gully to make it home. Most of the folks around these parts knew these men well. They know the score, but will never tell. As everyone already knows, they don't work. They never do a hard day's work in their lives, yet they are always sporting piles of cash and such the likes, driving the most expensive cars on the roads and bikes. They have all of the pretty girls, as you already know, like Savia, and now that other little one, still not yet fully grown to go. What's her name again? Shannon? Yeah, sweet little Shannon. So, the two girls were left there to their own devices, sitting there in the back room of the house as the choice was. Siji and Damien just slid out to grab some grubs. Well, that was what they had said to the girls by the bed of pearls. Down at the shop though, Siji's mund and Damien didn't show. They had gone to do other business across town. That's the reason why they were so long gone, as seen through the eyes of Savia and Shannon. Welton was on the sofa lying back down, battling the sleepy eyes that were coming on, entertaining the show on the television. Bang, bang, came the battering sound pounding the door to break it down. Open the door, open up. This is the police, this is the cops. But it was not. Though he didn't know that, he popped the latch on the door to his demise. It came at him with such surprise. Damien and his friend pulled their guns and started demanding everything from Welton. He who didn't know who the other man was, since he was cover-faced under his plantam, hands in glove, Welton couldn't run nor respond in kind nor in the ways as those intruders had demanded at his hands. He was home, but his luggage was not. They were to follow him later today, or another, that's that. That was the wrong answer, as seen through the eyes of the gangster. 
You are a dead man, Welton. Before shots fired out, bang, bang. He's dead and gone to bed. While the crooks are running scared under his blood red, running towards their regular means to go river wash and get them clean by the hands of such as their regular girly means. All done now and back at home, drinking champagne. Sit down. Ice cold is now the name as known. But now, there she was, testing the ability to seduce him, to get him falling in love with her for the first time. You are playing with fire, he said. Those words hit hard like truth to her head. She knew it. He knew it too. Yes, she wanted to be scorched by his flame. The loss of a loving gaze from Papa, perhaps, and by any name. It can do such damage to a beautiful girl and the smart. Mama was never stop. She paused because she knew her mama wouldn't be amused at such words. She, mama, has got her own pale bucket of ashes in the fire pit. Every now and then the pressure would build up to blow the top off of it and spew ash and everything in close proximity to the atfark. Shannon is mostly so, but as for her, she's back there now, so I hear. He came at her, her neck here raised. The long-awaited moment is finally here, upon which to gaze. This is where all reluctance falls away. She giggles as he kisses her neck, while playing, what the heck? He gets goosebumps every time he hears the sound, her laughter melting him down. She sighed as the TV burst into applause jerking her attention back for a brief moment and pause. That was when she noticed his stiffness was showing up as he began losing control just before the surrender. So I'm told she couldn't help herself. She fell deeply in love just like that. More giggles. Her willpower wasn't going to pitch in and save her this time. She tried to escape, but she couldn't. She didn't really want to, because... But then again, she was to remember when. That's it for today, my friends. Thank you for lending me your ear chime again. Come join us next time when we shall bring you yet another episode of this story. Until then, I remain your very best of friend, E.K., the writing help. And I am out. Just here writing love letters to my beloved black brothers. I thank you.